Hello there. This is Jedi General of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you are listening to Jedi Eternal. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bullen, alongside the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yes, let's go. The <laughs> <laughs> Starting off this year right, baby. <laughs> Braxton Taylor. Wow. it's uh, It's been a bit of a hiatus. So we're just going to go ahead and recognize that. Um, yes. And I was going to say, I hope you enjoyed your holidays, but in yeah. fact, we have missed... Uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving, uh, we have missed Hanukkah. Halloween. Oh, well. Wow. Okay, let's back up. (laughs) Halloween, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, and New Year's. And New Year's. But hey, we got one in before Valentine's Day. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, no. You know, we were like, we had a conversation a while back, um, and we're like, you know, we're always super busy during the holidays. Yeah. Everybody's busy, right? And it's kind of nice to take a break. So we're like, we'll take a break. Yeah. Well, What we didn't really think about is we'd already been taking a break because we didn't have an episode since October. So, yeah. so we apologize on that behalf. Yeah, yeah. But you know, hey, it's one of those things where you know we would have been inconsistent anyway, and uh, you know we don't know when those episodes would have came, even if we like forced them to come out. Yeah, and they probably would have been great, great anyway. So uh, we we right. do apologize for that, but we do hope you guys did enjoy your holiday season. Um, hope you got some goodies during Christmas, ate some good food during Thanksgiving, and. You know, all the other stuff to the other holidays. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what's been going yeah. on with you, Drew? Let's just give it a ca- ca- catch-up oh, here. Oh, you know, I'm just busy being a dad. Wow. Um, daddy, that pretty much, daddy daycare. That pretty much takes up a lot of my time these days with yeah, a yeah. little rug rat who is, uh, <laughs> he literally is a little rug rat. He's crawling oh, around like a maniac. Dun, 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 and he's dun, to the point dun. now where he... he uh, knows that he's not supposed to come actually in in here into our like our studio area um and so like he starts to crawl this direction and i'll be like don't go in there (laughs) and then and so i head towards him and he just starts like going as fast as he can (laughs) on his little knees and hands like he all of a sudden just starts zooming around he's a certified rascal (laughs) he's a little rascal but no it's it's great um yeah yeah i mean that's that's pretty much what i've been up to i I mean everything else has been pretty much the same it's just having a having a, a kid this well i guess now last year yeah was uh was pretty much the focus of of my past year so yeah but what have you been up to <sighs> absolutely nothing <laughs> i mean literally literally like work and yeah. uh after work i i, I just hang around the house mm. play some video well, games and stuff like that i mean uh, it could be worse it could it, it could, could be, be worse. worse you know it <laughs> could be worse um you know and I, I usually try to get out and do stuff mm-hmm. but i mean man it's been so cold recently well like, yeah right now you can't even do like, anything outside i know you like to you know like go hiking and stuff yeah. but like right now it's it's uh oh it's bad it's bad yeah and, it's been extremely cold here i don't know wherever you may be listening to from we are from indiana yeah um and so like this past weekend it was like bitter cold like in the negative wind chill, wind chill was, was like, like negative, negative 12 i think on one day i think at one point it got to like negative 20 didn't it wind chill oh, maybe, I, I don't know so. I, um, I wouldn't i would not put it past it i would not yeah put it past yeah it. yeah and my so. house has like no uh insulation so mm. when it gets that cold 
I'm literally wearing like full clothes, like jacket, and blanket. and blanket in my own home. <laughs> so that's really nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's just part of it. It's just yeah, part of it. Yeah, but but yeah, not not a whole lot's been going on. But it's been a good time to 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 kind of be off and reassess and just be with the family on the holidays and all that good sure, stuff. Sure. But you know what? We are back. We are in the We're studio today. Back. And uh, you know, I will say. We've been gone for a while, and not a whole lot <laughs> has happened for Star Wars, right? Yeah, we didn't miss a whole lot, and and again, that kind of comes with the territory of it being the the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but things are just starting to pick back up. Yeah, uh, as yeah. you will soon find out, we have a a, a big announcement today that um, most of you have probably heard about by now. But we still, yeah. of course, want to talk about it because it's definitely the biggest thing in Star Wars that has happened so far this year. Yeah. Um. And and I think this is just the beginning. I think we're gonna really start to hear some stuff. Of course, we have, um, we have a lot of different releases we're expecting in 2024. We're gonna get mm-hmm. into what to expect this year from Star Wars. So. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm excited to get into it but before we do that we do want to mention our patreon yes we still have a patreon uh yes you can go to that um do we have a link on our facebook for patreon I was just yeah wondering so we about that. should have uh, a link tree and that link yeah. tree has the obviously can you the link. can you like double check on that make sure yeah, it's on there I can if, check that. Uh, and maybe we'll repost it just so you guys know where it's at but uh our link tree um has our patreon and from there you can go and for five dollars a month that gives you uh two day early usually two days early access to our jedi eternal episodes but it also gets you an exclusive podcast series called and other stuff and don't worry for those of you who um listen I know it's been a while, not as long actually. Not we as long. we recorded we, one of those in November. Yeah. Um so uh yes, we know one is due. Um so we will be doing that ASAP. Oh yeah. And uh so now would be a good time to jump on board, catch up on our previous episodes so that you can listen to our new episode that'll be coming soon. Um but last but not least, you also get a shout out uh for being one of our Patreon producers. And so Today, we're going to go ahead and go through our list of Patreon producers here real quick. Nice. Uh, so we want to say a huge thank you to Tara Bolin, Grayson David Gill, Alex Mason, Corey Wise, Jay Kamdar, Jenna, and our newest patron member, Caleb Luna. Caleb Luna! Let's go! So we want to thank all of you so much for, for joining nice. that. Very it nice. does help us. Uh, we do have some goals we'd like to get to. And if, you, if you're if you just curious what some of those goals are, one of our biggest goals, something we've talked about um, and that we're still working towards, is getting a good quality camera. Yes. Uh, we want a good quality camera so that we can start maybe recording some of our podcast episodes in video mm-hmm. format. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that we've talked about many times, but we don't want to just have like a, uh, we don't want it to look like poop. Okay. That's the best way for me to put it. We want it to look, I don't know if that was the best, I don't know if that was actually the best way for me to put it. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but we, we want it to be good quality if we're going to do it. And so that requires money. And, uh, so we do, um, anything that is given to us on our Patreon is being saved for things such as that, but also for um, our our fees that are required for us to have this podcast. There's mm-hmm. yearly fees that go along with that. So all yeah. of it, it's not just uh, going into our pockets and we're spending it on cheeseburgers. That's not really what we're doing. <laughs> it so. would be nice, but that'd, that'd we've restrained nice. ourselves and, and nice, not done But that it, is so. not what we're doing. We're trying to save <laughs> towards bettering 
uh, our podcast for you guys. Yes. So yes. all of the support is extremely helpful, and we do appreciate it. Absolutely. But uh, Braxton, do you want to go ahead and give us our fact? Yes. Yeah, so as we have been doing in season two, we've been doing a little two things here. We have a fun fact to give you and a piece of trivia that we'd like to uh, ask you to kind of test your knowledge. And then we'll say the answer at the end. As I have been doing a couple episodes <laughs> in a row, should I even can I say in I a row? Say they probably don't even um, remember this. They're like, wait, <laughs> <yeah>. what? <laughs> um, I've been giving you two fun facts just because we can. And uh, today it's the first episode back in a while, so let's just go ahead and give you two fun facts. So this, again, is coming from Star Wars, fascinating facts, story, lore, and history from The Greatest Galaxy, which is written by Pablo Hidalgo. So this fact is called Age of Emperors. So building off the Emperor's brief appearance as a hologram in The Empire Strikes Back, the filmmakers knew they would need to recast the role for his featured appearance in Return of the Jedi. It was known the Emperor appeared old and crone-like, so some of the contenders for the role were older men in their 70s. Ian, Mc, uh, Ian McDermott? Is that how you say his Ian name? McDermott. McDermott, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I always get confused on his name for some reason. Anyway, Ian McDermott, uh, who got the part, was not yet 40 when he played Palpatine. His natural age utterly disappeared under Nick Dudman's extensive makeup. His young uh, playing old was quite beneficial for him nearly 15 years later when he played a more age-appropriate incarnation of Senator Palpatine in Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. So, our second fact is, and I, I really like this one, I really like this one, uh, is called The Muppet Connection. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, this is really tying in uh, mine and Andrew's uh, interests. Uh, we love, of course, Star Wars. That's kind mm-hmm. of a, a non, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say with that. You don't have to say it. You don't have to say that we like Star Wars. But one thing that we both love is The Muppets. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> don't know why, but it is fantastic. But anyway. Nothing can make us giggle more than just <laughs> watching something Muppets. to do with The Muppets. I love The Muppets. So anyway, so Frank Oz was the voice and puppeteer of both uh-huh. Miss Piggy and Yoda. Mark Hamill, who was Luke Skywalker, was a big fan of the Muppets, so when Oz arrived on set, Hamill begged him to do his Miss Piggy voice, but Oz refused. A week later, during rehearsals, Oz was hidden underneath the set, holding up the Yoda puppet, which was talking to Luke. Follow your feelings, you must, Yoda said. Luke responded, I am I am following my feelings. And just then, right next to Yoda, up popped Miss Piggy, who exclaimed, <laughs> Yeah. You gotta do I, it. I, I, you I gotta do it. Prepared. You gotta do it. You weren't feeling. <laughs> I'm like peeking so hard. <laughs> yeah, dude, do it away from the mic a little bit. Oh, yeah, hold on. Well, I gotta do the whole thing, dude. Let's go back. Yeah, Let's yeah, go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even do it. Follow your feelings. You must. Yoda said. Luke responded, I am following my feelings. And just then, right next to Yoda, up pop Miss Piggy exclaimed, You want feelings? <laughs> I'll show you feelings, punk. What is this hole? I've been bumped in some dumps before, but never like this. Give me my agent on the phone. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there, and thus, it made uh, Luke's day or life. I don't know. I, you'd have to ask Mark Hamill on that one. I apologize to all of our listeners. <laughs> that may have just blew your apologize. Eardrums, no, but... you're welcome. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> so anyway, I hope you enjoyed those fun facts. Again, pulling from this pretty fun book about fascinating facts and lore and all that good stuff from the man hey, Pablo Hidalgo. Hey, I had a lot of fun. I yeah, had a lot of fun. I'm glad so. you enjoyed it. I'm glad you had fun with it. Oh. Now, going into now our one piece of trivia, trivia, trivia. For, I'm getting all mixed up with Miss Piggy over here. Uh, our one question of trivia this week, and that is... Which character says the following lines? I'm one with the force, and the force is with me. Mm. I say again, which character says the following line? I'm one with the force, and the force is with me. So we'll let you guys think about it. Type in your answer. Oh, do you? I I don't know. know. I don't know. Spoiler alert, we talked about this before. <laughs> so he probably does. No, again. So we uh, we'll let you guys think about it. Type <clears throat> your answers in the comments and no cheating. And no we cheating, will reveal no the answer as we close out nice thank you very much braxton for that You're wonderful so segment uh, <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead into uh this week in star wars and again uh there's there's a lot of things stirring in the pot here so for this week in star wars we're actually going to kind of just kind of go over what to expect in 2024 so we're going to take our time with this kind of go over some of the the projects that we know of and uh, just kind of speculate and, um, you know, share our excitement levels. And we'd love for you guys to do that as well. For anything that uh, that you're excited about, please let us know in the comments. We would love, again, be- especially because of the amount of time that uh, has been, we would love to hear from you all and know that you're still listening because, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, we, we talked, we're like, I, we don't even know if anyone's going to still listen. It's been a yeah, while. They forgot about us. But yeah, yeah. So please let us know you're there. That'll make us feel better. Um, so... First thing that uh, I have here to bring up about 2024 is uh, a live action series that we know is supposed to be coming this year. Uh, Now, we do not have an official release date for this, but um, we're expecting it to hit no later than summer, most likely, and that is The Acolyte. Um, This is the uh, series set during the High Republic, and it's supposed to take place 100 years before The Phantom Menace. It is set to depict how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi Order and will be told from the perspective of dark side users. Mm. It's also described as a mystery thriller in which a former Padawan reunites with their Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. Interesting. Yeah, we've been talking about this movie for a while now. Series, yeah. Or, yeah, excuse yeah. me, series. Um, yeah, we've been talking about this for a while now, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I think there's a lot of potential with this. There, are, you know, there are some things I have reservations on, and um, but at the end of the day, I think this is opening up for a very interesting um, storytelling theme, right? And in an yeah. era we're not familiar with, any, uh, you know, in terms of at least thematically. Um, uh, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah, I just think it's gonna be interesting to see how this pans out. Of course, I really want it to work out. <laughs> I think all of us sure. do, right? But we'll yeah, see. I mean, I this is something I'm I've been very excited about for a couple different reasons. One being it's set during the High Republic, which is a an era I have really learned to love through yeah. the novels. Yeah. Um, really, for me, I think I've said on here before, it's one of the most exciting things in Star Wars for me right now is that uh, that era in those in those novels it's been very interesting and it's felt big and epic and so i've really enjoyed that um and then but also we're seeing uh you know the jedi uh which kind of 
kind of what we got of the Jedi and just glimpses of the prequel trilogy, right? But mm-hmm. here we're going to see it in a much, uh, you assume, a lot more, right? And seeing yeah, a lot, yeah. a lot of Jedi and seeing them all at the Jedi Temple and and those kind of things, which excites me. And um, but also the fact that this is also going to be about the Sith, right? Yeah. And the Sith before they're revealed, um, and how that comes into play i think is going to be really interesting and as we've talked about before um you know i have had predictions that this somehow has to tie in with like plagueis right or yeah you'd imagine or or even maybe the emperor to some degree or something because again uh taking place 100 years before the phantom menace like I, i mean i assume plagueis has to be involved and so that should be interesting because we know Plagueis is before Palpatine. So, you know, it just kind of lines up. Yeah. Um, so I'm really interested to see what they do with it. There's just a lot of exciting things at play. But we've not every we've not even got a trailer for this. The only mm-hmm. thing we've gotten is some pictures. There's yeah. been a handful yeah. of pictures. Uh, there, w- there was a, I don't know, it was like Variety or something, something of that nature, uh, did like a photo shoot. And they had <laughs> some of the actors dressed up in their Jedi yeah. garbs. And, yeah. they, and there was pictures. Um, there also was some leaks of that first trailer, though, uh, from Star Wars Celebration. Do you remember that? There was, like, these leaks of, like, well, people were, like, describing what happened in the trailer. And then there was, like, that one video you know what? for, like, I, two seconds. It was up, and people were... I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And I actually don't remember. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, I don't... I'm going to have to see if I can find <laughs> I, that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not... It does not exist anymore. Because... I completely forgot. They did show footage at, yeah. at Celebration, didn't they? Yeah. Interesting. And uh, yeah. I honestly can't remember exactly what happened in that, but I do remember yeah. thinking it was like actually pretty cool. I might have to go back and find that. But yeah. anyways, it, it seems to me that it's going to be very uh, a very interesting series. You know, we have, we've also discussed about how, you know, we feel we're a little hesitant with uh, some of the comments made by the director of the series. Uh, or the showrunner of the series, um, she's said some interesting things that yeah. Yeah. that we don't necessarily agree with. Um, but I'm hoping for the best, and uh, definitely a big one on my radar for this year. Yeah. Again, oh, we don't yeah. have an official release date, but we do anticipate it releasing sometime uh, in the next year. So oh, yeah. look out for that one. Um, another one that we know about for this year is Skeleton Crew. Mm. Um, so this is a Jude Law led series, um, and it is uh, uh, the No Way Home director John Watts pitched the idea to John Favreau. Um, he co-wrote the majority of the episodes, and uh, there's a list of directors besides Watt. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard is on there again, um, and some others. And this is a story that follows a group of kids who find themselves lost in the vastness of the galaxy, trying to find their way home. Uh, now, there was a brief teaser for this show at Celebration, um, but there's not been anything else so far. Um, the series was originally supposed to come out uh, in late 2023. Yeah. That was the, ex- that year. was what, um, was expected, but it didn't happen. Um, so, you know, I think there's maybe possibility that this may be our next series to expect. 
So, you know, maybe sometime in the spring. Mm-hmm. If so, I would expect uh, a trailer soon, announcement soon, maybe Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe something Who like knows. that, right? Um, but uh, I do I do think that this has got to be getting really close. And I do think, again, the, the, the strikes probably messed with it a little bit. Oh, definitely. But... Uh, mm-hmm. um, now, wasn't there some like there wasn't there some like uh, issues with like the filming and, and like the cast itself? I can't remember. I thought there was like some changes, and maybe I'm just completely misconstruing this here. That was like delaying it as well. But uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if I heard anything about with that with Skeleton Crew. Um, but you know, there is chance maybe they needed to do reshoots, or you know, you never know. Yeah, maybe I'm just thinking about the writer strike. That could be what it is. I don't know. But. Um, we do know, the other thing we know with Skeleton Crew is that it, you know it is set during this time period the Mandalorian is set in, um, so it's very much kind of in that Mandoverse. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we do expect it to tie in with that to some degree. Uh, so for those of you who are who are fans of the Mandoverse, I would I would go into this expecting some cameos of some kind that connect, um, and the the overall story somehow connecting into. Uh, the rest of the Mandoverse, but yeah, but very excited for that one when it does come. Um, now there was one rumor in December uh, that I will will mention um, per Skeleton Crew. Somebody reported that they didn't that it's been moved to twenty twenty five. I think that's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, um, that's yeah, that's really crazy. But I just throwing that out there. Someone it was reported with that, but. Uh, so now we're going to go into some of the animated series that's coming in 2024. Um, first of all, we have Young Jedi Adventures. Um, there is, there has been, uh, I, I want to say, um, I, I, I don't know. They maybe just released the last batch, batch of episodes for this. I'm not sure. I, I've not really, I've only watched a couple of the episodes um, <coughs> with with uh, my kids. And... Um, so I'm not really no, sure. Uh, you know you're really watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know they've been releasing them in like batches. So I think there may be, there may be a, some more still to come for that. Um, the Bad Batch Season 3. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of dreading having to watch <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> and that's sad. It's sad it that I, sad. It's sad that it I feel sad. a sense of dread when I think about it. But yeah. I'm just being honest. I really do yeah. have a sense of dread to have to like... Well, as we well know, you know, the first season really was not our cup of tea. There was a lot mm-hmm. of things that were just like, ah, I just don't, I don't know about this. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know what? It was, there were moments in season one that was like, okay, we're getting to see, you know, some Order 66 stuff. We're seeing young uh, Kanan, you know, just a few different things like that. You're like, okay, yeah. okay. But in season two, it just, it was just, it just fell off. You know, I, I just think they really leaned too heavily into like the it, it's a kid show, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Which is ironic because there was episodes, uh, and we've talked about this numerous different times, right? Yeah. But there was episodes where you know they had really serious episodes, and it just it just didn't feel like it fit, you know. And it's just like pick what yeah. pick your style, like what are you wanting to do? Yeah, um, stay in the lane. Stay in, stay in your lane. <laughs> and well, and the. <laughs> The, the, there was a handful of episodes that were like, oh, this was, you know, this was good. And if only it was really like that. But it seemed like every time that was the case, the Bad Batch was barely in it. So anyways, as you, any of you uh, avid listeners know, uh, we are not huge fans of the Bad Batch. But 
I'm sure we will report on it <laughs> throughout the year, uh, much, to, yeah. much to our um, uh, chagrin. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to go into Tales of the Jedi Season 2. Ooh. Um, this is confirmed to be premiering on Disney Plus in 2024. However, that's all we know for now. No characters have been confirmed. Uh, meaning we could see a repeat of season one or two or more completely different characters. Uh, do you have any predictions or any you would like to see for Tales of the Jedi? Oh, we talked about this in one of our previous episodes, and I, I don't remember what I said, so <laughs> I hate, to, hate to, to, to do something that's probably going to come true. I mean, well, here's the thing. For me, at least, it's going to change. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, so let's see. For the first season, we got Ahsoka and Count Dooku. Right. Mm-hmm. So I know this is like I I do remember saying this if I I think I do remember saying this um, and I remember thinking like at least one of them was like oh this kind of feels like it runs too closely to Dooku so maybe not but I, I would not mind seeing either Qui-Gon as Dooku's apprentice mm-hmm. or seeing the Qui-Gon as master and young Obi-Wan as apprentice i wouldn't mind seeing that time era and seeing some like scenes from that i mean that would be that would be great um i do think they may i mean they may feel like that's maybe too close to what we already saw just because we did see we did see young qui-gon but um but i mean you know me i can always take more obi-wan kenobi anyway so um i don't know it'd be interesting to find out uh i don't know i really don't know who the who they'll they'll do i mean there's there's so many options they could go with um i I know it's hard to pick just one it would be kind of fun if maybe they picked one of them to be from the higher public era yeah yeah Um, that would be very the problem is is like i don't know if enough people know about a character from the higher public era to really for them to really feel like they can invest in that for the series that's what i was gonna say because at this point like i mean looking back ahsoka is one of the biggest characters yeah, right. in, in Star Wars right now. And well, and not even just, let alone like the newest series, right? Mm-hmm. Um but but even before that, you know, Ahsoka was so big because of the Clone Wars stuff. Dooku was an interesting choice, but I do do seriously think that most people are familiar with Dooku most enough people, that yeah. they're like, "Oh, Ahsoka draws right. them in and Dooku is like is on that that borderline of like Oh, I know him, but I don't know enough about him. So it makes it interesting because I would like to see him younger or something like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. So I think that that if they follow that same format in the second season, it would make sense. Yeah. Pick a character who people know and love and they're yeah. really interested in and then find someone who's like, oh, I know and I know right. about them, but not enough to really, you know, I'll blah, tell blah, you blah. when I think of one that's like because because you have to imagine they who's someone that you can tell more stories about and really enrich um and provide more information on that character mm-hmm. one that immediately comes to my mind is yoda yeah even yeah. though we see lots of yoda we still don't have a whole lot of yoda centric focused things yeah um so i actually think yoda could be an interesting one and, and you can set it, it tie in it could tie public. in uh to the high republic i or, mean it could tie into all three all eras. eras yeah you could yeah, have yeah. an episode you know because they were doing what three episodes for each of them is yes. that how that works yes so for yodas you could have one set during the high republic prequel yeah. era and yeah, the yeah, yeah. the original trilogy era. that would be actually pretty That'd interesting be really cool way to do that um 
Yeah. So that's just an idea, but like something like that, I think would really work. Yeah. I could, so. I could also see, again, it might run concurrent with a lot of stuff we've been getting, but or in terms of like uh, the stories and tales of the Jedi, but a uh, uh, Mace Windu, Mace Windu, we don't know really a lot about, you know? Sure. Um, sure. So I could see yeah. that as Mace well. Mace Windu is, an, is definitely one I could see them doing that with. Um, Cause yeah, like you said, there's not, a ton of stuff out there about Mace Windu. He's he's usually more of a side character. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that would be. I mean, there's a whole like Jedi Council you could technically pull from. But again, what? But not all of those names are going to uh, really draw people in. You know, to to watch the series, and you and you got to use. I think you really kind of need to use names that people are going to yeah. be like, ooh. Yeah. I, I like that character, you know. Well, so. and again, I think that's why, like, you need one that really draws people in, like, you know, like Ahsoka. Um, and then you need one that is, like, people don't really know a whole lot about. Maybe right. not as much as they would like to, but but they're interesting enough. They're like, okay, I can see that being cool, though. Like Count Dooku. So, right. anyway. Yeah, so uh, moving on, we, we also have some video games to look forward to um, in 2024. One of the big ones here is Star Wars Outlaws. So this is really the the big one that's been that's been announced uh as far as we know there's not any other really big ones coming out yeah. this year but uh this is from Ubisoft and Massive Entertainment um which notable um for a number of reasons one of the but one reason in particular that I can think of at the moment and so you might be able to provide us some insight on this is that this is the the developer of the avatar game that you Ooh. have been playing Braxton I have been so you playing. might have a, a better perspective on what maybe we can expect from this but uh, it's said to be an open-world triple-a console game set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi during a time in which the rebellion was at its lowest and the Empire allowed bounty hunters to run more freely than ever the main protagonist is Kay Vess, a gun for hire who, as the story unfolds, will work for several crime syndicates and get herself into a lot of trouble. Players will have the opportunity to take on missions for those organizations, including Jabba the Hutt himself, and even betray them. They will make their own path, though the team behind it has also confirmed it will not take hundreds of hours to finish, and the ending to the story will be the same for everyone. How they will accomplish that is still unknown. Um... So, Star Wars Outlaws, expected this year, could easily be delayed out of this year, Yeah, <laughs> but expected for this year. Uh, no official release date yet. Uh, however, um, if you're interested, there is a 10-minute gameplay trailer that you can find on YouTube. Um, which looks pretty good. Which looks really good. Looks pretty good. Again, yeah. it's only 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be the first time that a developer made a really good 10-minute gameplay video and then <laughs> yeah. for a horrible game. Yeah, yeah. But um, it does look really promising. Uh, you know, it, Ubisoft, you know, can be hit hit or miss a lot mm-hmm. of times. Yeah. Uh, massive entertainment. I'm trying to think they, what other games they made. Uh, they made some other big ones. I might have to look this up real quick. I am going to look it up real quick. Uh, one second. Massive Entertainment. I know they've made some some other um, decently sized games. Okay, so oh 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 yeah 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 they did um Tom Clancy's The Division. Oh okay yeah yeah That's they a did good game Div- too. Division yeah. uh, one and two, um and then they did Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora and mm-hmm. so. so 
Go, no, go, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so what I was going to say is that I played both of those games, uh, or at least I played the second division, and mm-hmm. um, I played, I'm played. i playing uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora right now. Mm-hmm. And what I can see from both of those is there's a very clear priority on the world. Um, mm. They have a very large, rich, lush world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, both The Division and Avatar are very different in the in the games that they are. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, you know, I'll speak more specifically about Avatar. Um, what I've played so far, it, like I said, they put a lot of love into this game in terms of the environments and the world. Um, you know, it's just, it's just beautiful. It's probably one of the most beautiful games I've ever played in my life. It's just, it's just incredible. Every yeah, time uh, digital foundry gave it, which they're like the graphic gurus of, yeah. of today. And they, they gave it uh, best graphics of the year. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not surprised about that at all. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Now, what I will say though, is that, because there's such a focus on the world itself, there does seem to be kind of a lack in gameplay mechanics and, and things to interact with. Um, don't get me wrong. The, 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 the movement feels phenomenal in my opinion. Um, the, the combat is pretty nice in my opinion as well. Um, and the story so far, you know, it's nothing like blow you out of the water. Incredible, but it's, it's, you know, We've talked about this in the past. I think we actually really talked this more about on uh, on our Patreon podcast and other stuff. Plug to that, but you know, Star or excuse me, Spider Man. Okay, mm-hmm. the story is you know, it's whatever, but it's a phenomenal game of like day in the life of like what it would be like to be Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's how it kind of feels with Avatar. Is that like it? You know, the story's you know it's whatever. It's okay. You know, so far I'm not finished it, so I can't say too much about it. But what I will say is that it's a phenomenal game of like what if you were a real not v and you're on pandora and you were living this super rich lush world interacting with other navi and their tribes and cultures you know like right so with this game of star wars outlaws you know that gives you maybe a little insight into potentially how they're going to this game but here's the thing i will say this as a positive spin is that star wars the environment of star wars is so much more diverse than the single moon of Pandora. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of technology in Star well, Wars. We know you can go to different planets. Right, right. So and that's each my planet point. is open world. Yeah. I guess. So I'm not yeah. It's like there is it's like a weird mechanic. You have to like go up in your ship, go into this outer space. I can't just like fly to it. Like that's my understanding, but Regardless, that 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 point. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, essentially, it's like what kind of like Starfield, right? It's kind I of mean, like Starfield, in, yeah, in that way. Um, but the just to finish what my thought was, the whole point of I'm saying is like, so if you if you hear what I said about Avatar, or you play Avatar yourself, you're like, oh man, it's, it, it is hopeful in the sense that the world is so beautiful and rich. Um, in terms of just visuals, um, that gives you hope, but it makes you feel a little afraid because like, oh, the world is not super interactable, and a lot of things to, to interact with i think that's going to be i personally think that is going to be different in outlaws because because of the nature of the universe that we're going to be in so mm-hmm. that's okay. just my thoughts yeah I, I mean i'm excited i'm really excited to see what they do with it i will say i don't think that this game is going to be as much for me as uh 
as the Jedi series is. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Jedi series is so story focused. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there, yeah, it, there's, there's open areas and collectibles and stuff, but like, it's very story focused. Um, and it's, and of course you're a Jedi. Yeah. Where this, yeah. you're not a Jedi, you're a gun for hire who who's going to be working for crime syndicates uh, in an open world area. And again, as you have heard me say, mo- again, probably more so on our other podcast, is that uh, I'm not, hu- sometimes I'm not huge on open worlds. I- I'm not a big fan of just like right. knocking off uh, or check marks off of a map. Like I, yeah. I want story content. I don't want to just be like, mindlessly going around and, and check marking <laughs> right, things right. and i know i'm saying that kind of harshly but i know because i know like like braxton enjoys that and i'm not trying to discredit so that but <laughs> let's not get too crazy here but yeah go ahead but um but I, I i think that there is a lot of potential here because i mean there's a lot of people dream of just getting to go and wander around the star wars galaxy right mm-hmm. so if they can do this right and kind of have that experience i think there's a lot that they can they can offer here um and I actually played a lot of the Division One and Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, not very different game, and it's it's more focused on multiplayer and being more of like a live service game. So I I don't necessarily know that they're going to be taking much from that series into this. Right. But what I will say is they're very well crafted. Um. And so and and like you're saying, Avatar is well crafted, right? It has a beautiful oh, yeah. world. Yeah. Um. So I I just think this is really promising. I think. This may not be like game of the year, but I think it's going to be a game definitely worth playing, right? So um, that's coming to PC as well as um, Xbox Series X and S, I think. Yeah, S and X. And uh, oh, this is... Wait, no, 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 sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um, And PS5 and... Yeah, I think that's it. PC, Xbox Series S and X, and PS5. Interesting. So there you go. Yeah. Um, there's that. Um, also, there's Dark Forces Remaster. Uh, so, uh, did you ever play Dark Forces? I played a little. I'm, I, you know, it was, I was pretty young. Uh, so I played a little bit of it when it came out, and I played a little bit more like later on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when I got older and I was able to find the game. But yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really like played the whole thing though. So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm trying to think here. When what year did that come out? Off the top of my head, let's see. Uh, let's see. What was it? Uh, 1995 is when Dark Forces came out. <laughs> okay, never mind. Maybe I didn't play it when I first came out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking of something else, clearly. I was even, born. <laughs> you weren't even born yet in 1995. Well, I was born in 1995. Oh, you were? But, oh, my bad. First of all, I was, calm down. You, I was thinking you were born in 96. No, I was born in 95. Okay. But, well, it's like I was born. So, hey, I'm a gamer <laughs> since birth, son. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did play some of it, though. I do remember playing some of it. Like, I think it was like years later, obviously. And I found a copy of it and I played a little bit, but. I, I never really finished it or anything. Um, yeah, I, I, I've dabbled in it. It was a very long time ago. Um, but anyways, this is a remaster. It might be kind of interesting to, to yeah. jump into. And, um, you know, that the Dark Forces series eventually um, kind of goes into the Jedi Outcast 
and you know those games so so it's kind of a interesting thing there so that is coming to xbox one and xbox series s and x and playstation 4 and playstation 5 and nintendo switch on february 28th mm-hmm. now here's another <laughs> this one's a, a doozy star wars hunters <laughs> a mobile and nintendo switch game that was announced back in 2021 um, this game has still not been released uh-oh. Um, it had a soft launch in some territories, but it still has not had a worldwide, worldwide, world, <laughs> you <laughs> worldwide release. Spit it out, uh, it's been pushed back multiple times. <laughs> so will 2024 be the year it's finally out? Only Please, time will tell. I'll see. But I had, yeah. I do not care about that game whatsoever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, any kind of mobile game. You know, they had like a oh f- something. Oh, it's got like forces of something. I can't even remember now. Forces of destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? I think so. No, yeah. actually, that's not it. It's something very similar to that. Um, and it's like kind of like a. It's kind of like a, like not a trading card thing, but you like collect characters. I think I still have it. And then you do like turn-based combat. And I played it for actually quite some time. I'm pulling it up right now to tell you the name of it. <laughs> do you not just look at the app? It's Star up. Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Oh, it's nothing, so nothing, like, nothing like, like Forces of Destiny. <laughs> I swear there's a game like that, though. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now I'm curious now. Forces of Destiny. There's something Star Wars called Forces of Destiny. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. so Forces of Destiny is a 2D animated web series. Oh. I released the Lucasfilm's YouTube channel oh. in 2017. Well, there you go. There I don't you know go. where that came there from. You go. No clue. S- still an old noggin for whatever <laughs> still reason. bouncing around in <laughs> there somewhere. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Galaxy of Heroes. Anyway, so yeah. I, I played that. I played it actually quite a bit, but just because of Star Wars, but I really <laughs> right. don't like mobile games that much, yeah, and I, I don't, don't like, like uh, turn-based, like, at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so so anytime they say, like, a mobile game, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, tuned out. Mm-hmm. But, hey, you know, if it comes out and it's all right, you know? I mean, the I will say the only thing that, that this maybe could change that opinion is that it is supposed to be a combat arena-style game. Mm. So, um, you know... It's supposed to be, uh, it's not supposed to be like a turn-based, it's supposed to be more of like an actual action game, hmm. you know, Call of Duty type style. Um, See, which know, to me versus each other is weird because for me personally, I do not, like. I like my my mobile games to have certain, certain criteria. First of all, it has to be pretty simple. Um, second of all, it has to be able to play, be played vertically. And with one hand, with like your just your thumb, mm-hmm. like because yeah, well, when you're I play, not going to be playing this game then. Well, right. So my point is, like, when I play games on my phone, like I don't want it to just be something simple and fun while I'm doing other. Usually, things. it's like a, a time waster, right? Yeah. You're waiting on something. Yeah. Or you're, when I play a video you know, game, I want to be on a console or on my Steam right, Deck right, or right. something along those lines, where like I'm actually holding a controller. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. So that that's that's yeah. my thoughts on it. But we'll see. Will it come out this year? Who knows? Probably Who knows? not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's supposed yeah. to. Um, so let's look at some books that are coming out in 2024. Uh, so first of all, the high Republic phase three. Um, so the final collection, um, of the high Republic stories that, uh, will continue in 2024 before it concludes in 2025. Mm. So, um, the first title 
out in 2024 will be the middle grade novel Escape from Vallow out on January 30th. So we're actually getting really close to that one. Hmm. Um, and then it'll be followed up by the young adult novel Defy the Storm out March 5th. Um, and so uh, both of us have read the the uh, adult the first adult novel in yeah, phase three I have darkness right? so i want to um, give a little shout out to myself here yeah i actually give, you, give yourself a little shout I, out I'm, I'm proud of myself i actually started this book later than andrew did mm-hmm. and i finished it before did. he did this is true can you guys believe that this is true. i can't believe it everybody well, give him a hand clap wherever you're at <laughs> give him a little give him a little yeah give him a little scream for him <laughs> pat him on the imaginary back yeah send me some money I don't know. <laughs> subscribe <laughs> to the patreon i'm gonna for... i'm gonna flip this tablet around and just ask a couple questions for you, <laughs> you <want. laughs> so anyway uh, in all seriousness good. though that's good stuff i was, I was um, proud of myself and yeah. uh but yeah so i am excited to see where uh phase three goes mm-hmm. um personally i wasn't terribly impressed by the first adult novel i wasn't either um and uh perhaps we can talk about that maybe at some point in the near future if we would like to yeah maybe um, next episode we could do a review on yeah. it maybe that might not be a bad, might be idea. bad idea yeah it's been a second since i've read it i've read another book in between now and then mm-hmm. um I, I still remember the the most important parts but yeah, we probably shouldn't too. go on about it too much here yeah, just because yeah. So yeah, uh, let's let's just move on from that. But we can talk if if you guys would like to hear us talk about that book, yeah. uh, let us know in the comments, and we certainly can do that in the upcoming episode. If you don't want to hear for about sure. it, let us know too. And we for just sure, do yeah, it. yeah, definitely, <laughs> so. yeah, for sure. Um, but with that being said, um, Tessa Gratton is is going to be writing the next adult novel, and that's Temptation of the Force, Ooh. and it is due out June eleventh. Temptation. Um, so that you know will be coming up uh, before we know it. It'll be here. Um, and then there'll be, uh, beware the nameless, which will be the next middle grade novel. And that comes out July 23rd. And then there will be George Mann's tears of the nameless, which will be a young adult novel released on September 3rd. So nice. We still essentially have two waves of the high Republic coming. Um, and there could be more, uh, that could be announced, between now and the, of course, the end of 2024, a lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, what we know of now is not the only books we will get throughout the year. Um, I've found so yeah, there could be more stuff coming for sure. But uh, another one that has another novel, not the higher public, but just another Star Wars novel that has been announced is the Living Force. I'm very excited for this one, yeah. Braxton. Okay, and I think uh, this is one that I told you. You may not remember, but I told you. Uh, that you have to read this one for a couple of different reasons. Number one, it is written by John Jackson Miller. Okay. Um, okay. John Jackson Miller being someone who used to to write uh, Star Wars books who hasn't wrote one in quite a while, but he's yes. he wrote the legendary novel Kenobi, which yeah. I... Which I actually have a signed copy from him. That's pretty awesome. That's such a fun story. Uh, yeah. Um, I Which I love. I love that novel. Um, I think it captured Obi-Wan so well. Uh you know, honestly, I think it captured him much better than the series did. Ugh, um, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. they should have had John Jackson Miller in the writing room for <laughs> yeah. um, for that series. But yeah. uh, anyways, I think he, he does a really good job. And so he's back. And this story is set in the year prior to The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And it is described as a road trip with each member of the Jedi Council 
while one member of the order fears they're about to decline into nothing. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. I think that's going to be a really good one. Yeah. All of focused around the Jedi Council. Yeah. And I think that... In an era that we're pretty fond of and familiar Mm -hmm. with, you know, or adjacent to it. Right. So I'm super excited about that one. Um, And that, again, is April 9th. So I would highly encourage everyone to grab that one because I have high hopes. Uh, Next, we have The Glass Abyss. Um, This is a tie-in novel to the 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. Um, Stephen Barnes is writing this, and it will follow Mace Windu as he embarks on a mission to fulfill Qui-Gon's final request, which the Jedi Master commissioned for Windu's eyes only, and to be done only if he were to perish. (laughs) Really? That's pretty cool. So that's a very, again, a very interesting uh, um, synopsis there. And it that book is currently scheduled for August sixth. And just like cool. we were saying yeah. earlier, you know, we don't have a whole lot of Mace Windu yeah, focused stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and there's the controversy of like, is he even dead or not? Because clearly they've been wanting us to believe he's dead, but there's just no way. So yeah, getting a story like this is obviously not gonna answer that question, most likely, but it kind of makes us hopeful because all of a sudden now Mace Windu's like He's getting a little exposure into the uh, Star Wars world again. So maybe, just maybe, that opens up uh, some possibility for more for more answers. So we'll Yeah, see. for sure. Um, so really excited about these novels we have for this year. Um, the, the future of, of Star Wars books is looking bright. Uh, we also, the, the Essential Legends collection is continuing. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on that, but um, there are still more of those uh, coming out. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can be keeping an eye out for those this year. Um, and then in comics, we have the higher public phase three as well. So there's stuff coming out. There's uh, shadows of starlight. There's, uh, that, the, just the mainline high Republic, uh, comic there's high Republic adventures and there is saber for hire, which is a new four issue miniseries coming out on April 10th. So those will all be, um, coming. And then also, and just comics that are not High Republic, we have the main Star Wars and Darth Vader lines, um, which they're going to continue. Uh, so we'll have those that this year. Now, Bounty Hunters is ending. Actually, I think it ended yesterday, the last issue of Bounty Hunters. Oh, wow. It's been going on for a while, hasn't uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. They did 42 issues of it. So, wow. Yeah. So that ended yesterday. So that's officially wrapped up. Dr. Afra's ending um, with issue 40, uh, I think, in like a couple weeks. Um, and then we have The Mandalorian Season 2 and Obi-Wan Kenobi adaptations, which are both ending. Uh, so, yeah. So there's a lot of them ending, but we do have some new ones coming. Uh, one of those is Thrawn Alliances, which is the, mm. uh, the book. They're doing um, comic version of that. They're doing a four-issue Mace Windu miniseries. Again, another Mace Windu thing. Just, Ooh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. You know, seems, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like uh, something's you know, going something, on there. Something, something, something's going on. Something you disturbing know? the waters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, the Jango Fett, a Jango Fett series that will begin in March. Um, and then Hyperspace Stories is wrapping up uh, with issue number 12. Uh yeah, so that's that's pretty much ends it for everything in Star Wars in 2014 that we know of as of right now. Yeah. But as you guys can see, there's a lot. Yeah. There's, there's oh, a lot yeah. to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. The yeah. only thing missing, Braxton. 
Mm-hmm. The only thing missing yeah. is a Star Wars movie. Um, yes. There is still yes. no Star yes. Wars movies just yet. But that brings us right into our next... Second piece yeah. of weekly news. Yeah. And that is... And that is... The re-announcement of the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. Uh, this is going to be co-written by both Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Uh, clearly, two guys who care about Star Wars, as they have already given us several seasons of the Mandalorian. Now, what's going to be interesting, and we're going to get more into this as we talk about it. Obviously, season one was phenomenal. It was groundbreaking. It was something fresh and new. Season two was just even better built upon that. And season three was good, but there was a lot of decisions at the kind of the end were like, okay, that's a little odd. Um, and But what we realized is by the end of season three, or chapter three as they call it, I think anyway, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, is that... Um, um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. There you go. Uh, don't make jokes, folks, on uh, on the podcast. But basically, they ended that series, or excuse me, that that season, chapter three, whatever, and it was just kind of odd. It was just kind of like, what what is the future of this series? You know, it's kind of like this feels like a natural end, but we have a lot of time in between. Uh, you know, now and this kind of ultimate. What, what do we call it? Event movie, right? Event, yeah. event movie that's supposed to be occurring to kind of wrap up all of these uh, series uh, on, on you know, Star Wars Disney+. Plus. So we're like, what? You know, there, it feels like there has to be at least one more season. But now we get the announcement that there is a Mandalorian and Grogu movie. So to me, it makes sense that we're probably not going to get that season four. And this movie will most likely be in its stead. Which to me, actually makes a lot more sense because uh, I felt like that was kind of the direction they were going through season three and by the end of it especially. It's like, well, this is kind of wrapping up. And so... Well, the, yeah, there was this uh, moment where everybody was kind of like, wait, was that was that the end? Yeah, it was like the moment like, of like finality. Or, like, and even everything. you and me, we discussed it. We're like, did we just, was that, was it done? Yeah. I mean, but we also kind of had heard there was going to be more. So it's like, you know. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, so with this, um, this is kind of the big news I talked about at the beginning of the episode. Um, you know, this is this is pretty big news that the Mandalorian and Grogu, uh, this 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 movie, right, that's going to be coming, which they're saying which will begin production this year with Dave Filoni co-writing with John Favreau and John Favreau directing. Mm. Um, so, you know, we had heard last year that. You know, there was some decisions having to be made about kind of where to go with with Star Wars and where to um, to go with with things after the writer's strike, how to make things work to fit the time schedules. And I think that what happened here is they were doing a season four and then they changed it to the, what this movie is now. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is what I think. I think they condensed it. They took what was very important uh, to the story, and they're making this into a, a big movie. Yeah. And here's the thing. The Mandalorian and Grogu, uh, I think they can bring a crowd. Oh, 100%. There's 100%. nothing yeah. in Star Wars. Um, there's not anything much bigger right yeah. now, probably, in Star Wars than Mandalorian and Grogu, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you know, we've been, 
bombarded by Grogu products for the past couple of years. Um, And, you know, that series has been so prominent because it's kind of been really one of the only main things that Star Wars has had and that has been continuously successful. Right. Um, Well, and, and also kind of like piggybacking off of that, one thing that we have seen um, over the past couple series is right. Or past few series is, is that there's this kind of trend where it's not a bad season, but really, it really could have just been a movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like why they're taking that, that kind of direction. I really don't know, but like Kenobi was a perfect example of that. Uh-huh. In my opinion, uh, uh, uh wow. I don't know why I'm blanking so hard. Mandalorian season three was kind of like that too. I mean, not exactly like Kenobi, but there was this element of where there was a lot of kind of just dead space and some episodes that were just unnecessary because it was just like leading to the next episode. And like, Mm. you know, if they just made this into a movie, it would actually be pretty decent. And, uh, and so, yeah, so I feel like that does make the most sense. And and I feel like maybe somebody apparently out in the ether of Disney realized that as well. And they're like, okay, you know what? Season four, probably not. Let's just make a movie where it's not necessarily having to drive the narrative up to this ultimate series finale, or not series finale, but you know what I'm saying, this mm-hmm. universal uh, <laughs> uh, finale with the movie. You know, But it's more of just right. about the entertainment and the stories we get to experience with Grogu and Mando. And I think that, that makes perfect sense. I think it really does. Uh, yeah, I point. think for me, um, I, I just hope that this... I just hope that this has a has an impact and it's not just like a throwaway story. Sure. Yeah. Like whatever this movie is, whatever the story of this movie is, I feel like does need to have some weight to it. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, here's just a one off adventure that they went on that we turned into a movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And so I'm not sure what that has to be, because, again, where we left off with Mando and Grogu, they're very much in a oh let's go just go off and help the new republic with missions and live our little live in our little house and you know what i mean like so i don't know what has to happen next to progress their story but i I mean you know i think they've got something in mind here hopefully and hopefully Hopefully. yeah and, and so you know i think that's really the only thing and 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 it'll be interesting because it's kind of the same crew we have here right for yeah. this yeah and so what do they do to make this feel like a big huge blockbuster movie versus what it felt sure. like to watch a series well, well and again right to echo what you just said it's a movie a blockbuster movie mm-hmm. and here's the thing depending on the release schedule of this this could be one of i'm not going to say it's the first because it's probably not but it could be one of the first Star Wars films that we get in years and years and years, right? So yeah. I don't think that they can afford to have some kind of dud. You know what I'm saying? And I think they're mm-hmm. aware of that. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of in this in this thought process of, you know, they're gonna have to pull something out on this that that like you just said, right? It's gonna actually add to the to the universe and the narrative. Um, you know, yes, it may not be something so pertinent, but it's also not just this throwaway thing either. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like you said, finding that balance is going to be the interesting factor. So, yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, I, I'm still going to assume that the next actual movie we're getting is, is the, the Ray movie. 
mm-hmm. um, because yeah. that's what they've kind of suggested will be the next one. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, maybe this, maybe they're, they're, the plans will change and they're going to push this one out at first. Yeah. Who and knows? It's very possible, yeah. if, especially if they'd already ha- had some work done for season four. Yeah. Yeah. This one may be ready to go before the the Ray one is. Yeah. That could be. Um, So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how it does in the box office and what that means. Uh, you know, I think if this is a huge hit, we may never see another season of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. uh, because we may just start getting movies of The Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it'll be really interesting to see how that happens. But uh, and also kind of within this uh, with Mando and Grogu movie, we also heard at the same time that Ahsoka season two is in development. Yeah. That came out at the same, kind of in the same like announcement post. Um, and while we expected that, it is nice to hear that that's a, for sure a thing. Right. Um, because I mean, it ended on a huge cliffhanger. So yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so I think what it'll be interesting is to see how all of these play into how they all fit together before we get to that, conclusion movie right yeah, that it's yeah. all leading up to because they got work to do i mean yeah. you know we we got a lot of stories left to tell mm-hmm. and and different elements so yeah i mean it's just gonna be interesting how to piece this how yeah. they piece this together but also while also making some of the movies right know? and so now i'm starting to i'm the more and more I, i'm seeing things like this and seeing these announcements i'm starting to think uh i'm starting to think that it may be a while before that conclusion movie comes out yeah. for a while we predict yeah. maybe it was going to be the second movie now mm-hmm. i think it's probably even farther out because well, again especially now that we're now that a we mando have movie. a mando movie yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. uh some interesting stuff there but for sure um we're gonna go ahead and and jump over into rumors and, and actually our first rumor kind of just plays right into this i'm gonna yeah. actually do our uh do the uh the third one on our list here yeah because it plays oh okay it. yeah yeah, yeah. um but this is kind of just continuing in that is that the rumor is, is that the Mandalorian season four has been put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of been, it's, it, it's been kind of pushed out of the way. Uh, there's now a movie again. We speculate that this is because they've kind of reevaluated, made cha- made changes and made the fourth season into a movie, but that doesn't necessarily mean a fourth season may never come. Sure. But um, I do think it depends on what kind of stories they're wanting to tell and probably the success of the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's like when you bring something into the into a, a movie, like into the, and it's huge. Yeah. Why would they ever take it back into a series? I have a feeling they'll probably keep it going yeah. as movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. So it sounds like, honestly, probably don't expect a season four of the Mandalorian anytime soon, if if ever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how everybody will feel about that. If you have certain feelings, let us know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I think yeah. I have to see how it does uh, before I have an official uh, yeah hundred percent take on it. But yeah, I mean, and just to finish that off for myself, it's like I'm 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 in the kind of a mixed bag of emotions on that because it's like I don't like the finality of of it turning into a movie because it like it kind of almost feels like to me it kind of seals the deal of it being over as a series but but yeah i I, but at the same time the direction they took it with season three i think it just makes sense so yeah we'll see what ends up happening 
But uh, our second rumor for this week is in refer- reference to Sean Levy's Star Wars movie. Uh, he's one of the directors that uh, we have heard has been kind of given a, 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 a title spot for a Star Wars movie. And supposedly, according to this rumor, is that his movie very well may involve Ray. Um, so now this, from our understanding at least, is not supposed to be the new Jedi Order Ray movie. Um, you know, and for right. a while our understanding was that, like, hey, you know, we're gonna have this new Jedi Order movie that's gonna have Ray, and then we're gonna have a movie that is um, you know, the, kind of the dawn, like the dawn of the Jedi type thing, right? And then uh, blah 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 blah, right? Well, according to this, Sean Levy's movie very well may have Ray in it, so it appears that there could be additional movies that has her in it. So, what that storyline and, and, and stuff is actually going to be about? Well, I, I guess we're just gonna have to see. But Drew, do we have any more on that in the article? Well, so that is um that that came from a report from Jeff Snyder who is very very accurate um i i don't trust very many people out there more than i trust jeff snyder's um Mm, yeah rumors um so whether this comes to be or not he's the information he's gathered is most likely accurate to some degree yeah so i do think that there's a couple ways to look at this one could be that it's another movie set in the the same era yeah right um, and so with, you know, Ray just being around, maybe having a smaller role in it, but still involved because she's, you know, let's say she's the, you know, grandmaster of a temple or, you know, right. something of that degree. Right. Um, or it could be that the, this Sean Levy stars movie is actually a sequel yeah, that could to, very well could be to yeah. this first movie written by or directed by um, Charmin. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's also a really big possibility. Is they already know they want to do a sequel, and they've already kind of gotten that director lined up. That's not usually. Oh I, boy, I apologize. <laughs> I, I think that's playing through the <laughs> unprofessional. Unprofessional. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm working on it, <laughs> man. <laughs> I had no idea that would happen. I, I think it played through, like, into the... I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was playing just through the speakers here or if it actually played through, through the system. I could hear through my headphones, so... <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Well, guys, you know, that just shows you how uh, how great of podcasters we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Um, I don't even know what I was saying, but... I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways... Somehow, it sounds like Ray might be involved in this other movie, so we will see. But it sounds like we may be very Ray-heavy in the future here with uh, yeah. with Ray really just coming back and, and being a mainstay in Star Wars for a while to come. So w- hopefully you like her. Hopefully you don't hate her because it sounds like you might <laughs> yeah. be um, stuck with her for a while. Yeah. I will say there's been an, there's been another rumor going around that, that that movie has been delayed indefinitely, the first one that we know Ray's involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucasfilm came out and denied the rep- that report. Um, they said that, that it's still going and, um, he's expected to turn in a new draft of the screenplay in the near future. So interesting. Yeah. Um, so, you know, take what you will from that. But our last rumor is that tells of the Jedi may receive spinoffs about the Sith and bounty hunters. Nice. Um, so 
I can't speak to the the credibility of this, but um, this uh, the, this podcast called Star Wars Sessions they they uh, indicated that they had some some insider scoop that said that um, one of them will be Tales of the Sith and one will be Tales of the Bounty Hunter. Um, I. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's not really anything else there. I do think it's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. I think they're, uh, you know, Tales of the Sith. I mean, man. I, I, that would be pretty there's, sweet. There's, there's a lot of There's a lot of things, of course. Uh, yeah. You know, Palpatine would be a great one. There's a yeah. lot you can do with Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I go, I start thinking more yeah. like farther back. Yeah. Darth Bane. Well, and it's a know, perfect opportunity, Revan. right? Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Those guys have been made canon uh, well, Bane has been canon for a long time still, um, but but Revan made canon in the sequel trilogy, and you know as it sits though, especially with Revan, but as it sits though, both of those guys don't really have a ton of actual canon lore at this point. Correct. So it would be a perfect opportunity to, for them to, uh, you know, add an episode for you know or you know, add the, either one of those guys as the, um, you know, what I'm saying. And and plus they'd have to, they'd interact in probably some episodes too depending on which time area you put it in. So anyway, I think that would be a perfect opportunity. But yeah, Palpatine's definitely a kind of like I hate to say obvious answer because really I think a lot of people are Palpatined out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Especially with this after the sequel trilogy. Um, but man, I mean, you know, getting a, any of the other Sith would be phenomenal. I mean. I think it's a, it would be a little, um, what am I trying to say? It would be a little like, we already know so much about him type thing, but of course you could do Darth Vader, you know what I'm saying? And Darth Vader could easily be that very popular character like right. Ahsoka, right? That ties people in. Bring, oh, everybody mm-hmm. loves Darth Vader. I mean, right. come on. Yeah. So you give him some interesting stuff because we have a time span of you know after his turn in return of the Je- or excuse me uh, revenge of the sith his turn to the dark side um you know that time between uh revenge of the sith and a new hope or even from a new hope to empire strikes back there's a lot of really cool stories you could oh, sure. do there yeah i mean well in the comics you comics know, are have, amazing have yeah. have told some really phenomenal stories during that period yeah um and they could even adapt some of those maybe uh, uh into into that but uh yeah i mean there's there's a lot of potential and of course you know you start thinking about the bounty hunters and that doesn't excite me as much but but from coming from looking at it from a someone who loves bounty hunter perspective yeah i mean there's yeah there's so many good there's so many characters to pick from and and they're all so unique and and so you know there's all kinds of stories you could tell so i i think that this would be um a great format to tell those stories in um, with bounty hunters and Sith, mm-hmm. but something else, uh, a rumor I heard about that, um, I actually didn't even have us, um, put on our list, but it made me think about it. So I f- figured I'd mention it. I saw a rumor that, um, you know, Marvel has the what if series, right. And mm-hmm. they're doing yeah. a, a season two right now, or yeah. actually they just finished a season two. Um, there's a, I, I read a rumor that, um, Star Wars is kind of in the works about maybe doing I, a, a what if I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think that would be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, there's, I, and we've done like some like kind of Q and a stuff 
on mm-hmm. our podcast yep. before about like if you could right. do one what stories in the, and we had some pretty fun answers that we yeah, talked yeah, yeah. about um so try to go back and find that and if you do tell us which one it is yeah, I, don't, I don't remember which one it was but. <laughs> but 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 the point is, is there's some really cool stuff that we could yeah. see in that yeah. if only you guys could see us right now we <laughs> it's gotten dark it's... since we start like it wasn't dark when we started this, but now it is. Yeah. And we're so we're like pitch black, it's pitch room. black in here. <laughs> we're such we a can, professional. I can, I can only see you because of the glow from your <laughs> laptop. It's <laughs> a beautiful halo around my head. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> also, there's no heat in this room, and I can't feel my toes. My toes are kind of cold. So, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that pretty much wraps it up for today. What we have, um, as far as as uh, our news and, yeah. and rumors go. Uh, we're not necessarily doing any kind of main topic because we kind of incorporated ma- our main topic within our yeah. um, within our our news today with uh, the everything coming out in 2024 as well as the the big news of the Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. But we would you know love to hear um, your thoughts on on all of that stuff, what you think, what, maybe what you're most excited for in 2024. Yeah. And, uh, you know, are you excited for the Mandalorian and Grogu? We'd love to hear your thoughts on all of that, but Braxton, what else you got for us? Well, that's going to end us out for today. So I do want to thank everybody so much for your guys' continued support towards this podcast. Again, I know it's been a while since we've been back or some, yeah, been, been behind the mic and stuff. But, uh, as we come back, we really appreciate you guys still hanging out with us and, and, uh, going forward and we of course want to hear from you as drew just said let us know uh, your thoughts in the comments or if you want to reach out to us uh privately in a, uh, a message that's fine too we just want to hear from you but we as always we do want to thank our good friends uh, over at galactic empire uh for allowing us to use their music for our intro and outro uh if you enjoy that music which we very much do yes uh please go check them out and you will not be disappointed for but sure. Before we fully conclude, uh, we do want to give you the answer to this week's trivia question. So just to refresh your memory, the question was, which character says the following lines? I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me. And that answer is true. Baby Yoda. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, evil clone baby evil Yoda. Evil clone baby Yoda. <laughs> but it is. It is. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I said it. I said it exactly when you gave the answer. So <laughs> it's, it's the guardian of the wills and the moon or the Jedi moon's very own Shroot Imway, and uh, very cool character. And yes, for uh, sure. let us know if you got it. Did, hope you didn't cheat. Hope you didn't cheat. Hope you, hope you didn't, didn't look cheat. it up. You you little, little rascals. You're certified rascal, just like we'll, his. We'll come and find you. We'll, we'll hunt you down. <laughs> anyway, um, but in all seriousness, though, thank you guys so much for listening. Please uh, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram for weekly news, polls, discussions, and more. Uh, you know, it, it'll be more weekly now, and not so much as it has been. Uh, but also follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review. Uh, but we thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you join us uh, in the upcoming episodes. But last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Bye-bye.